Welcome to this episode of Com Speak. Our guest today is Atul Sharma, one of our only guests probably who wears two hats. All the others we have had is either the head of corporate communications or the CEO or founder of a PR firm. Atul Sharma is the CEO of Rudofin in India. He also is the president of the Public Relations Consultants Association of India, known as PRCI in short. Thank you for joining us, Atul, and we look forward to this interactive session with you. Thank you, Amit, for having me over. It's always a pleasure to interact with you. That's kind of you. We'll go ahead and ask you the question we ask all our guests on the show. Tell us about how you got into public relations. Well, it's an interesting story. Around two decades back, when I walked out of my uh, master's degree, uh, and uh, it was the year of two thousand. It wasn't one of those uh, really nice years from a placement perspective. We were in a bit of a recession, and uh, there weren't many uh, firms which had come into the campus for placements. And uh, you know, I um, after I did my masters in business economics, I just decided to try my luck and uh, met up with friends, met up with uh, acquaintances who I knew uh, across uh, a public relations firm, across a market research firm, and uh, and uh, in an advertising firm and interestingly you know around the same time all three offers were in front of me and uh, it was a very i was in a bit of a dilemma and didn't know which one to choose but i think uh, you know when i look at uh, my decision back then i think it was backed by a very very strong logic that the guy who i met in the publications firm seemed like a person who would be genuinely interested in my growth seemed like a person who was much more you know who was just much more than a boss or a supervisor he he was genuinely interested in making sure that i succeed or i learn something right. in my professional career so that right. was then i took that decision and joined clear public relations uh, which was known as the world's best little communication consultancy then and i think uh, i had a lovely journey with uh, them that time Interesting, and it's been twenty-one years now. Tell us about your journey after that. So, what happened after Clear PR? Where did you move to? How did that happen? Tell us more about that. Well, like any other young professional, you know, the idea was to make sure that you know you make quick money, you you know you do some interesting work, and you move every two years. So, I think the first two years I did that. So, the first two jobs were in quick su- succession. So I worked with in Clear for around two and a half years. Then I moved to Weber Shandwick, wherein I again worked for another two and a half years, and that's when I joined Genesis. And I think Genesis was where probably I stuck and I worked the longest. I enjoyed thoroughly every uh, you know stint that I did at Genesis, whether it was in the form of a senior consulting associate or a partner or a, a you know India practice chair or or uh, the chief operating officer i think it was a very fulfilling journey and uh, from there now i'm at uh, rudofin uh, managing uh, rudofin india and it has been definitely an interesting journey absolutely you've been in four companies clia weber shanvik genesis which got uh, renamed a couple of times from genesis bursan master to genesis bcw 
and now you're at Rudolf in India. I mean, an interesting journey uh, that is, and I've seen that journey from close quarters at two levels earlier when we were colleagues at Genesis when you just joined, and then later on now in the last few years when I'm in Gurgaon where you are based as well, and that's really fascinating. Tell us about what are your challenges as the CEO of a global firm focused on a couple of practices in a big way. What are your challenges as the managing director in India? So I think Rudafin has had a very, um, you know, a very, very different journey in India. So unlike globally, where we are one of the uh, largest independent communication firms with a very, very clear focus on healthcare and technology, I think in India, we uh, we were seen as a boutique agency till some time back. So I think first we wanted to make sure that we seen as a serious contender uh, in this space. And I think the last two years have been a journey in that direction. Uh, we built a very strong technology and a very strong consumer practice. And now we're on the cusp of building our corporate practice and, uh, you know, making sure that we have a strong digital play in the scheme of things. So. Uh, I think that my challenges aren't any different from any other firm, but I think as a learning curve, every firm has a very, very different uh, play. So we are in the middle of that and uh, that's where we are. Interesting. I'm going to come back to some questions on this part of your journey as the head of a PR firm. But I'm going to spend a few moments talking about campaigns because the mainstay of public relations is campaigns. And for the people who watch this show, there's something they need to take back and learn beyond just knowing the life story of a, a person on the show. So I'll ask you a couple of questions on campaigns. First, tell us about a communication campaign that you wish you had worked on. A campaign that you didn't work on directly. It could have been in the firm you worked at or somewhere else. But a campaign that stands out for you and you say, wow, this is the PR campaign. Anybody who's interested in PR should read about, learn about, and then take back as, as an insightful way of knowing more about PR. So tell us one campaign like that that you did not work on. I'll come to something that you worked on later. So I think uh, in my view, uh, anything or any campaign that makes this world a better place is, you know, is the kind of campaign that I would want to work on. And I feel if I look around me right now, and I think, uh, you know, it's won many awards, uh, the big touch of care campaign. I think the kind of issues that they touch upon, uh, the kind of difference that they will make to people when this campaign, you know, delivers an impact. I think that's huge. And I would love to work on this particular campaign if ever I get a chance to do that. Nice to know. And tell us about the campaigns you worked on in a 20 year history in four companies. Pick up one campaign. And if you really can't and two is fine, but not more than that, but pick up one campaign that you feel completely proud of. And it's the most memorable campaign you've worked on in your 20 year career in PR. Well, I, you know, I, to be very honest there, like, I, like you rightly said, you know, you can't differentiate between your children. So it's very, very difficult to make that choice. But I think for me, I think what I found the most fulfilling are, uh, you know, a few years back, uh, uh, I'd started a startup vertical at Genesis. And I think for me, you know, working with the big corporates and then from there working with passionate entrepreneurs who had that passion, zeal, enthusiasm about uh, their business idea. And I think that was where I think I did some of my most interesting work because they were just not interested in getting uh, front page stories. They wanted to know from you, what do we, what do you, what do I think about their business idea and how is it that they could get their clients, their customers. And I think there are many campaigns which didn't do really well because the businesses pivoted or, you know, the funds went dry, 
but there were some which did exceedingly well and i think uh, i'm really really proud of those campaigns so we built like whether it was make my trip that time around or whether it was indigo wherein it started from scratch uh, or there was hopper which possibly pivoted and you know things changed i think my i think it's not important what didn't succeed or succeed i think it was about the fact that there was a camaraderie there was genuine respect for between the client and the uh, you know public relations firm for each other and that in my estimation i valued the most and i loved the most so atul uh, tell us about one campaign that stands out for you in your 20 year career it can be in any job you had but that one campaign that you feel proud of that people can go and learn and read about and say wow this is public relations in its true sense tell us about that so i you know out of the 20 years that i've worked uh, 19 years i've spent on the technology space so most of the campaigns that i have worked upon come from the technology realm um, so this is a campaign which goes back almost a decade back uh, this was when you know possibly laptops were at their prime best and you know people used to talk more about laptops than anything else and uh, one of the big laptop majors hp came out with this campaign called computer is personal again and uh, right from there i think uh, every every company today speaks about the fact that how your phone is an extension of your life or your you know ipods or the for that matter any technology gadget is an extension of your life but i think the fact that we were the creators of that campaign the very first campaign which spoke about technology gadgets being an extension of you and your pc is becoming personal i think that's the campaign for me which stands out because somewhere down the line i think you know we see that campaign in every possible technology campaign in today's day and age interesting so thanks for sharing that i'm sure people watching the show can go and check out the computer's personal again and read more about it in, in your leisure time as well uh, i'm going to ask you one last question on your current job and then move to a couple of other things your current day day job tell us your vision for rudafin india in the next 3 to 4 years what is your vision for this interesting global firm that you run in india well i think uh, you know like any other business leader we want uh, the business to succeed we want the business to be uh, you know to be really doing well but i think for me the most fulfilling part of this journey will be if at rudafin we are able to leverage technology and disrupt the world of communication so whether it is voice today whether it is predictive analytics tomorrow whether it is artificial intelligence or machine learning day after i think the intent will be to create the most interesting most creative work always and that for me i think is what i vision for rudafin rudafin will be a place always where when we do the most interesting work we have clients who are happy and we have people who are enjoying what they do and have uh, fulfilling careers i think that's for me the vision for rudafin Oh thanks that's good to know. I'm now going to talk to you about the other hat you wear. You are the president of PRCAI, the Public Relations Consultants Association of India. So a couple of questions on the PRCAI. What is your vision for your role as the president of PRCAI in the next few months and the next year or so? Tell us about that and then I'll come to the next question after I hear you on the PRCAI vision you have for the next year year and a half. So I think PRCI uh, in the past few years I think we've made some really good progress thanks to my predecessor uh, I think we have a very strong foundation in place but if you ask my vision for PRCI 
I want PRCI to be India's largest and most influential PR association. I want to be known for our professionalism. I known I want to be known for our ethics, and I want to be known for the fact that we are a prosperous industry. I think those three things stand out for me very clearly: prosperous, right. ethical, and professional. Those are the three clear values that we would want to. you know push when it comes to prca how do i intend to do that i think professionally if you ask me um talent happens to be one of our biggest areas to focus on so how can we make sure that we are reskilling our talent we are upskilling our talent to make sure that we are seen as the most professional in our space so there are some initiatives that we are already taking in that space so that's one which we are already doing ethical i think uh, you know it's often said does pr need pr but i think i i very strongly believe that you know pr is often misunderstood and i think for me pr is something which has to be true to its character as well as its purpose and anything out there when you are doing storytelling with the right intent and with the right purpose i think it will always define you know the the way things happen in the future and for good so yes i think uh, that's what we want to focus our energies on to make sure that we are seen as an ethical uh, association as well as an ethical industry last i think for me it is very very important to be prosperous we definitely see that in the past 5 years there's definitely a resounding yes from the corporates from the government uh, from various stakeholders on the role of pr and uh, we want more and more uh, you know young professionals to come into the space we want more and more entrepreneur to come into the space and uh, you know launch more firms launch more services and make this a much more vibrant and much more uh, interesting community than it is so that's what we have set out to do at our end and i'm quite convinced that we will be able to do uh, you know to come out good with that right no thanks for that that's helpful to to learn about and know Um, I'm going to ask you another question linked to your PR role, but linked to also your being a leader of a PR firm. Where do you see the public relations profession evolving into five years from now? So we are in 2021. How do you see the PR profession? It's changed. It has, it has had multiple evolutions. In 2000, when you joined, 2005, 10, 15, 20. Every five years, the profession in any any field keeps changing. So how do you see the PR profession evolving five years from today? well i mean i i i don't know whether i'm a crystal ball gazer or you know whether i can do uh, whether i can predict that really well but i think one of the changes which i definitely see is the fact that uh, i think we are much more vibrant as a community now we have much more heterogeneous talent than we used to have earlier we have people from the realm of you know uh, advertising um, influencer space media planning space uh advocacy you know joining the forces um, at public relations and i definitely feel that public relations firms in the next 5 years are going to be uh, a much more uh, you know vibrant lot uh, they will also i think uh, define their redefine their character in a big way so i definitely see that right from design thinking to doing some great work in the social and digital space to looking at campaigns in the you know from an advocacy perspective or from policy communications perspective i think this industry is going to change in a big big way 
and i think uh, for a lot of us who are possibly sitting uh, you know pushy in in their spaces and are are not evolving as this you know as this industry evolves i think we will be left with nothing to do so i think uh, there's a lot of change coming our way i think in the last one and a half years we've seen that uh, that you could be forced to go through some changes and uh, you can always come out stronger as long as there is a will to go through that change and i think that's going to define the future of public relations interesting i'm glad you used terms like design thinking and policy communications and advocacy those are words we hear once in a while but they're not commonly used in conversations like these again for people watching the show look up design thinking look up policy communications and advocacy and learn more about these emerging facets of public relations as a whole i'm going to move now from the professional to the personal couple of personal questions to you one is uh, i know for for a fact that you grew up in himachal pradesh tell us about your growing up years how was how was it growing up in in a place near shimla how was it going to school there tell us about that and now you work in the hustle and bustle of ncr so tell us about your growing up years in the in the 80s and 90s so i think it was uh, very different it was uh, i can you know there's a world of difference between these two worlds and i think i still whenever i go back i and i'm sure you'll 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 you know you'll empathize with that every time you go back to bangalore that uh, you know the there's a whole different world out there um, you know i think the pace is very different uh, and i think you know somewhere down the line uh, you tend to appreciate a lot more things than what you do in the hustle and bustle of these big cities um, you know to and i think one of the reasons why i love this profession is when i was growing up i spent a lot of time with my grandparents and they used to love to tell stories and you know there was always you know every every time we would finish our dinner and we you would sit down all the grandchildren would be sitting in front of uh, you know our grandfather and he would narrate stories for hours and hours and i think that magic of that storytelling i think it has continued with me so far and uh, and somewhere down the line i think it's it's helped me um, you know to do more for this profession than possibly i would have anyways done um yes that's that's about my childhood there are many facets but you know we can i could go on and on about that no fascinating though uh, it's always good to live some part of your life with your grandparents learn from them get to know more about their stories their lives absolutely what do you do to unwind you have a busy life you wear two hats uh, you have a, a family in gurgaon how do you spend leisure time what do you do to unwind beyond work well i think you know like you right ask me a question about the fact that how did i grow up i think i my my growing up has a lot to do with the way that i am as a person so i think uh, i never wind up so hard that i have to unwind i think that's the way i look at myself uh, so you know i think my my purpose in life if you ask me is more about making sure that people are happy around me what they do whether it's my family whether it is my work whether it's my clients i think uh, you know you you attract negativity you get more of it you attract happiness and you spread happiness you can get more of it i think that's the way i believe and i think but i think to come to specifically your question because i'm sure that you will again ask me this question if i don't answer this absolutely you know i do a lot of things i i run i meditate 
I jog, I do yoga. I used to go to the gym at one point in time. Hopefully, very soon might be able to go again. Uh, I read. Uh, I do. I spend time with my children. I play with my dog. I spend some really good time with my uh, wife, and uh, I think uh, that just makes sure uh, that I'm happy as a person always, and I'm able to spread that happiness further. Well, thanks for sharing that. We have the last question of this first part of the interview, and then we'll move to the rapid fire, which will be a few questions to be answered in a few seconds. The last question is: If there were two messages you were to leave behind for younger professionals, people in their twenties getting into the public relations space, what would that message from you be? Uh, we'd love to hear from you on your message for the younger people getting into PR. I think for the young ones, I have only have. Uh, I think I'll make it two messages, but my only one message to them. is about the fact that you know it's a ever evolving space i think the learning never ceases to be um just the way i think if you were a doctor and every after one year you would go back you would study to make sure that you are completely up to date with your profession i think that's the way you need to treat this profession because if you want to stay ahead if you want to make sure that you are unique you are differentiated in the way what you bring to the table i think invest in yourself and keep on investing in yourself on an ongoing basis so never ever stop to learn i think that's one thing which i would tell the young professional yes they have a lot to do unlike us who started possibly 20 years back wherein we used to have a possibly a 9 to 9 work day now it's a 24 hour work day so they have a lot to do but i think this is something which will always keep them ahead in their professional journey the second piece which i would tell them is that you know your your learning is completely your responsibility often we tend to go into jobs and tend to blame our supervisors tend to blame the organization or tend to blame our clients for what we don't end up learning but i think you know if we just took responsibility for our own learning i think uh, as a professional you would do way 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 better and i think that's my only advice that i will give to the young professionals of today that stay invested in yourself and make sure that you are always surging ahead of the curve thank you so much that's helpful i'm going to go back to the first response you gave me for our first question when we began this interview you said there was that one gentleman or one person i think it's a man who became like a sponsor to you not just a boss but you felt he genuinely cared for your growth and progress if you want to share the name of that person you can uh, uh, because it will help people gain more inspiration i wanted to ask you that then i said i'll keep it for the end but if you feel uh, you don't want to we can no no can. definitely i think uh, see wait uh, to hear that name in your biography someday autobiography no someday. i think definitely i would be more than happy to talk about my mentor his he's nikhil day he's uh, you know he's the executive director at ad factors these days right. and i think uh, you know right from the fact that he was genuinely interested in making me learn things and not and he just didn't want to get the work done i think that's where uh, you know you can uh, that's where the divide comes in uh, so right. right from you know client servicing to new business development to you know something as basic as join small things you know like Absolutely. the way we possibly write a press release how could you make it different uh, the way you would do a slide how could you make it different i think you know finding real joy in small things in a profession i think that's what keeps you going that's what keeps you right. you know in, in your professional journey and Absolutely. yes let me do that no i guess it was nikhil i didn't want to i didn't want to 
assume so i said let me ask you and hear it from you because uh, i remember still i had joined genesis a month before nikhil and four or five months before you and when you were joining the firm i still remember him telling a bunch of us saying he's a very young smart guy i'm hiring i worked with him previously and he'll be a great leader for the tech practice we are rebuilding uh, in the firm in delhi and i remember you joining uh, sometime in 2004 or 5 and your your initial days in the firm uh, and good to know that the person yeah, who was was really really those were really nice days i i definitely yes. Yes, we didn't have Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn to while away time with that time. There was yes. Orkut in a small way, but we didn't go into Orkut in the work hours. And I still remember those days were really fun and interesting. Absolutely. And because you mentioned the word uh, of a mentor or more than a mentor, I read a very interesting Harvard article two days ago, and I thought I should bring it up here. Of how there there are three concepts. There's a coach, there's a mentor, and there's a sponsor. And these three are all different in their own ways. A mentor just right. mentors you. a sponsor does much more than that and a coach does something else altogether and i'm saying this here because young people watching the show and others too should look look up sponsorship mentorship and coaching separately and see how you can find your own mentor sponsor coach in the future and this is not sponsor or sponsoring an event or sponsoring something it's not the money sponsor it's a human sponsoring another human by really investing in them and making them thrive in the in the mid to long term as well absolutely So thanks so much Atul it was great talking to you in the last few minutes and hearing these stories from you before we wind up I'll ask you to spare a few minutes you have about 20 seconds per answer so less than 200 seconds to answer 9 to 10 questions we'll do this rapid fire right away let's start what's the brand you trust the most uh i would say toyota toyota wow because i rarely get a automobile brand in these interviews what is your favorite book a one book that you really hold dear well this is a difficult one because i i could uh, but I, i think if i had to really really pick one book uh, there's a very interesting book called jonathan livingston seagal by richard bach i think it is it's a very very thin book but something which really has evolved right. me as a person i think okay. that's one book i would always pick the best company you've worked for so far in your 20 year career no diplomatic answers here well it's it's not a diplomatic answer but i think every company has given me something unique one company pick up one company no i i definitely i think uh, um, i de- i definitely think that you know uh, you know today uh, go on can i just do a timer for fun okay you did <laughs> a timer fire no i agree no i think uh, if they, if i had to choose one company i definitely feel that uh, you know genesis and not genesis bcw was the company which which Fair i enough. No, that's it i i hear you and i know where you're coming from and i respect that absolutely what is the one boss of yours that you always will will think highly of name that one boss it could be a boss super boss that stands out for you in your career of 20 years i think for me um, you know i think uh, well nikhil's been a boss but uh, i think he's been more than a boss for me prema would be that person because i think uh, right from you know not only no, clients we, 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 it's a rapid fire just the name is fine it's prema sagar and we absolutely yes, like the yes. answer uh, yes. name name one professional role model for you it can be an indian global person worked for not worked for a role model that you see in the profession at large I think for me it has to be somebody like a Satya Nadella because I think uh, like I said it is more to do with his uh, journey his 
you know the the core value that he holds which is empathy and right. uh, and and he's a successful ceo at the end of the day so yes absolutely definitely a one of the most name one indian communicator that you admire uh i would i would say uh, nikhil nikhil day definitely uh, okay i look up to him for his strategic strategic vision in the communication space so yes fair enough name name one comms campaign that you thought highly of but did not work out in the end it did not work out it just fell flat i mean it's just from a retrospective point of view learning from that one comms campaign that did not work out so i think uh, you know if i look at it purely from a communications perspective and i will not get into the business side of it um i think you know one comms campaign which stood out for me was uh, the internet.org campaign because it it started with a very good purpose of making sure that indians uh, get low bandwidth internet on their phones and you know they can get access to it but i think it got mired in other issues and it didn't see the light of the day but i definitely felt that there was at least a good intent at the start of it okay what's your one time favorite preferred holiday de- holiday destination well for me uh, if i have to look back i would always go back home which is himachal and uh, if i had to fly out of india and if it was you know if if anybody would allow that today i think it will always be greece greece wow name the name that one thing you learned in a big way in the last 12 months we've all been working from home what's that one big learning for you in the last 12 14 months i think you know it's been always a core value to me uh, which is empathy but i think in the past 12 months i think it's gotten much more accentuated i think uh, everybody's realized the importance of it especially when we have been at a distance from each other and i think uh, there's a lot going in human minds and uh, it's always you know better to ask people what's going through their heads rather than assume so yeah that's right. one learning i had and the final question describe atul sharma in three words i would say um dependable um empathetic and uh, inclusive yeah i think that's the way i would put myself great thank you so much atul it was lovely talking to you lovely learning these new things about your past 15 20 years in the work world which we did not know of some of them and i'm sure and i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did enjoy i enjoyed it asking you I hope our viewers listeners wherever you are have learned something new from this episode of Com Speak tune in again next week to see another interesting leader in the communication space talk about their journey as well thank you so much and have a great day